0: Hey everybody, I'm John Cena.
1: Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt, Boom Boom, Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J. Jeff here. This is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the king of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Holly. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. <laughs> home of Lou Gowen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is and whoever Lou Gowen is. Support the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Now Now alive.
0: But looks like there's been a serious injury in the main event of WWE's TLC pay-per-view this year. I'm Ollie Davis, this is Luke Cohen. Welcome to this highlights and lowlights. Quick wrap-up of everything that just happened on TLC. It was about a three-and-a-quarter-hour pay-per-view overall, four-and-a-quarter if you include the pre-show. Please press the thumbs-up button, give us a subscribe, let us know your thoughts on that main event in the comments down below. We'll try and get to as many of them as possible. But we'll do three highlights, three lowlights. We'll start off with the low light for me, which was the main event. It's the second... Women's main event in a row. Of course, we had the Survivor Series one that was a disappointment. This TLC Women's Tag Championship match between Charlotte and Becky against the Kabuki Warriors was
2: was bad. It started off quite... F- I thought it started off quite fun because it never felt like it was ever in control of anything. Like, we joked during the, the live stream, it felt like they... Before they went out, it was like, "Oh, we'll just we'll make it up on the fly," but then had no ideas. They were like, "Well, we'll tie you to the ladder. We'll do it. They just kind of made up all these wacky spots. But at a certain point, it stopped being funny and became a bit scary and was no longer fun to watch. And it just became a botch fest, and it just completely fell apart.
0: Yeah, and that seems to be because Kyrie Sane was injured. I you know we haven't had that reportedly said to us or anything, but just looking at what happened, how the match went down, it seems like she got concussed pretty early on. You said uh, you, you yeah. saw there might be one spot.
2: Yeah, so I saw there was a video that was posted online on on Twitter saying that they think this is where the concussion happened. And it was right at the start of the match when Becky and Charlotte were clearing the announcer's tables off. And Becky's, like, throwing the monitors. So, like, absentmindedly just throwing the monitors. But one of them hits Kyrie Sane in the back of their head. So that's one potential place it could have happened. The other theory is that it was when uh, Sane had them both set up for the insane elbow... On the, they had she had Charlotte and Becky on the same table, and she went up onto the ring apron and then just sort of seemingly slipped and fell forwards. And the, uh, for me, I think that's more likely where something went awry, because the match really fell to pieces for a few moments there, and Charlotte was directing the camera to move somewhere else. And then when it Kyra Sen got into spot for the next, you know, into position for the next spot. Charlotte couldn't spear Sane. Like she charged at her, and Scary Sane's 90 pounds soaking wet. But she, like, and S- Charlotte nearly bounced off of her.
0: Yeah, they, they just kind of crumpled into a heap together. Charlotte seemed like this just us speculating here she then seemed to get very very annoyed like how randy orton used to lose his rag in matches when things weren't going as
2: smoothly as possible she shouted and i quote enough of this s word
0: yeah and she swore multiple times throughout the match and the pay-per-view feed had to cut the audio for it and saying uh i think it's, it's showing all the symptoms of a concussion charlotte then picked up Sane in a powerbomb spot, uh, to go through off, a table. off the back of this collapsed spear, and but Sane isn't going up. I think I don't know if Sane's trying to go up and she's just a bit loopy, or Sane doesn't want to go up. But either way, Charlotte is putting her through that table. She slams Sane through this table that's already set up on the outside, and then just storms off the other way, very sort of fired up. And Sane is just laying on the floor, and Asuka comes out, and you know Asuka's a professional. She sort of does a few spots to throw the shade off of, and then Asuka goes over to Kyrie Sane, and Sane looks upset, like she she looks, and that that's where I started to I, I stepped away. I was like, this this is uncomfortable to watch yeah. now. And the Asuka lifts Sane up, and they're talking to each other with the hair covering whatever they're saying to each other, and it it. You know that they're the heels here. That this obviously wasn't planned because now I'm I'm
2: feeling very empathetic towards the bad guys. And then Sane's next spot was around the other side of the ring with Becky, where Becky tried to hit her with a chair, but she sort of like ducked underneath it. It was like Sane was moving in <laughs> slow motion. Like they, she wasn't doing the spots. Like she couldn't. She wasn't doing the spots that she was given. Not like you know told to do. Like so this is what we're gonna do next. And, I mean, Brian Alvarez of that powerbomb spot said the Kyrie fought harder to go up for that powerbomb than, than anyone fought for anything at UFC last night. And actually, this has just come in, actually. Kyrie being medically checked right now may not have an actual diagnosis until the pre-RAW checkup.
0: hmm so when they always test people before yeah. uh, the Monday night tapings, just going to see if anything else is coming. On. <clears throat> it's uh, and and then like after that because they're just scrambling. A lot of these women's matches, unfortunately, are highly choreographed, uh, which you know is completely needless when you've got someone like Asuka and Becky Lynch in there. And Kyrie Sane, yeah, and Kyrie Sane as well. They know how to work a match on the fly, but when you've got a script and then something slightly goes off, it's it seems a lot harder to be able to get back on track. And near the end of the match, off the back of all this stuff with the missed spots with Same, Asuka powerbombed Charlotte off the top rope, essentially, outside through a table. And I don't know that Charlotte wasn't seen for the rest of the match after that. She went down and she immediately it didn't to me. It didn't. It looked like she didn't brace her neck. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, I mean, it's hard to not hurt your head anyway. If you're going down from that height through a table onto the floor outside. So I don't know if Charlotte's injured as well. You grab the back of her head. Here. Yeah. So, but it was it was a train wreck of a main event. It was clear that Sane was concussed very early. I have no idea why they continued to do the match for so long and
2: continually with TLC spots. Yeah, because it then had a very very flat finish. Like a finish that had kind of been set up earlier in the night because they'd, as I said, they tied Becky Lynch to uh, a ladder at one point. And then when Becky's climbing up the ladder, uh, Asuka pulls it with the rope that had been tied to it. And then she just runs up the ladder and, and grabs it. But it never felt like that was the planned finish. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? It didn't feel like that was your big killer spot to end off this chaotic match. Well,
0: and, th- and that brings us on to the other low light, which is the actual ending angle we got for this pay-per-view. It wasn't Asuka retaining the-, the championships? And, you know, she she won last year's TLC, that, that great triple threat main event that <laughs> she had with Charlotte and Becky. And the shine was on Ronda there. <laughs> exactly. And Ronda Rousey got to properly close the pay-per-view. But here, it was the entire, well, not the entire men's roster, but a large portion of the SmackDown crew. They had been weirdly shown shown fighting backstage before this match. So, Baron Corbin, Roman Reigns, The Revival, New Day, Shorty G was in there, Buddy Buddy Murphy, which is weird because he's a Raw guy. And, you know, that that was half an hour ago. And this match finishes and then they come through the crowd and they're all still brawling. And Roman jumps, like, spears Corbin spears off, Corbin off the onto, stage, yeah. like, 30 dudes. It was just a bit... It, it didn't really make
2: sense. And it was it's just all built for the Rumble, I guess. Yeah. But, but you're right, it doesn't make... The Rumble's in six weeks. And and you know, and it's, you know, fine to start the build for that <laughs> now. And I'm, I'm not sort of knocking WWE for for starting the, the build for the Royal Rumble now. Obviously, you know. But it it never felt like this was the time hmm. to start doing it. And also, like, while they were doing it, this never felt like... I mean, you can put two and two together that it's built for the Rumble. But it was never like, ah, right. That's yeah. It. This is very clearly a Royal Rumble thing.
0: It just felt like a continuation of the Roman Baron stuff. Exactly. Uh, and then like the third low light really was the crowd. Uh, after being very hot for the opening match, which we'll get onto because that's a definite highlight, This, the crowd sat on their hands all night, even when they would be even when they were being given excellent wrestling with Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy, which is fine. They haven't been given much reason to care about them. But later on, they just they just never came alive for anything.
2: No, they were, they were coming alive for spots, but not the substance. Mm. Like even in the Bray Wyatt-Miz match, they were really into Bray Wyatt. But when Miz was attacking him, they weren't really into that at all. And when Daniel Bryan uh, came back at the end of it, they were into him doing yes, and they were into him doing his running knee, but anything else, they were... Like, he set up to do the the, the face stomp thing. Crowd went completely silent mm. for it. Yeah, they Crowd. just wanted the yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, highlights-wise, the first three matches pre-show included, so Umberto Carrillo versus Andrade, uh, the Revival versus New Day in a ladder match, yep. and Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy, all three of them Four stars and above easy. Yeah. Great, great matches, all three. And and in different ways as well, as well. You had a sort of Mexican strong style to open. Yeah. Then you had this great ladder tag match. And then you had just an, an indie match with Murphy and Black. It was so good. Yeah. It was really, really great stuff. The, an indie match is the wrong word, actually. It was a takeover match. Yeah. They
2: had an NXT takeover match. Like, first match on a card at a takeover show. Mm. And... I just wish it had been in front of a takeover crowd because this TLC crowd were not there for that match and they didn't react to either guy when they made their entrance and they were just on their hands for the whole match. Apart from, as we said, like if you do a big spot, people go, oh, and then instantly just go quiet again. And they did. They they didn't pop for the black mass and the, the finish. It was just. It was a really highlights, Luke. Highlights. We're talking no, no. about the positives. Okay. Yeah. The... No. But, but I, what I'm saying is that I really wish they mm. were because it was a great, great match, and it would have been a match that I think a lot more people would be talking about. And I mean, you know, as the people are saying in the chats, you give them, you keep getting them out there and doing those matches. Eventually, it will get over.
0: Well, we had another gimmick, really, that was first trialed here and that was bray wyatt wrestling as not the fiend he was wrestling as his firefly funhouse mr rogers style character and he came out to the firefly funhouse music he was wearing the jumper he came down to the ring and at
2: first i was like "Ooh,
0: is this working and then it just clicked
2: i was into this like from the get-go Like, where they had a new graphic for him, like for a new name bar for him. And he came out and it was just the Firefly Funhouse music, all three verses of it playing. And, like, the lights were, like, really bright. And Bray's selling of this character was so good and so captivating that I was sold on this from the get go. I thought it was magnificent stuff.
0: Yeah, the crowd didn't really know what to think at first, but Bray kept on being, like, this mischievous, cheeky innocent, lovely guy.
2: Post for a selfie with with a fan. Yeah.
0: And he kept on doing this thing where he pretended to get in the ring and then he stopped and the crowd went, ha ha. And he did, did that a couple more times. Every time the crowd really got into it. So when he gets in the ring, the crowd erupted. Yeah, And you're like, oh, well that's just a fun comedy spot. No, it's actually very, very interesting with his let me in character. Not only has he physically, literally gotten in the ring, he's also figuratively been let into the hearts of all these fans. Yeah. And then, like, well, unfortunately, that the match itself wasn't as interesting. Highlights. Yeah, because of The Miz. <laughs> but then afterwards, uh, Wyatt, the, the Fiend appeared on screen and Bray was like, oh, okay, yeah, he's sure. He's here. I'll do, I'll do this for you. And he gets a mallet out. Some, some kind, kind of, of mallet. mallet from underneath the ring. He goes to just... Kill the Miz, but the lights cut off, and it's Daniel Bryan. That's the third highlight we were going to talk about. Daniel Bryan has returned from being sucked underneath the ring by Bray, having his hair torn out by the fiend. And it's American Dragon style
2: Daniel Bryan and early NXT Daniel yeah. Bryan. Had the burgundy hoodie on as well, like the, the William Regal uh, colors that he used to wear. It was a really nice and he's got the the full buzz cut, shaved head again, trimmed the beard back. Looks way younger. Like yeah. he's taken a lot of years like off of himself. Looks great. It's funny as everyone's talked about like cause he, you know, started in NXT in 2010. So he started off the decades with that buzz cut look and he has ended the decade with that look as well. Like even though he's become very known for the long head and the and the big beard. It was a really really cool look for him. Crowd were really into him making a comeback as well and I'm Excited to see this new version of Daniel Bryan.
0: Yeah, hopefully, a, a, like a a synthesis of the Yes Movement Bryan, but also that more serious late Ring of Honor mm-hmm. American Dragon Daniel Bryan. Hopefully, totally. we we'll see those together. But yes, overall TLC. We'll have our full review up later, probably you know early tomorrow by this time. Uh, I, I thought it was a that the, the second half of the show really brought it down. Yeah, it really. But did. Th- those first three matches absolutely incredible. Uh, but unfortunately, only, only really a two out of five show, low, 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 three out of five, maybe.
2: I'd, I would be in agreement with that. I, th- I thought the first three matches were were so good. Mm. I thought they were. I, I thought we were on for a great show because yeah. I was really looking forward to the Kabuki Warriors tag match. I was really looking forward to uh, Rusev Lashley. And so I, I, I thought we were going to be on for a really good show. But unfortunately, it did fall off the rails a little bit. I'm, I don't agree. There's been sort of like a, a common thread that was in our live chats here. And I've just seen in the live chats in this stream as well that a lot of people think that this is proof that women can't main event pay-per-views, which I, I really don't agree with. Because the last year's TLC main event was absolutely fantastic. Uh, the the War
0: Games women's match was the best match on that Takeover card.
2: Yeah, that was the opener though.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's not the women wrestling. It's probably WWE giving them a very choreographed, scripted match That's to wrestle. That's exactly it. Yeah.
2: So I don't agree with that statement at all. It's just and it's, it's a real shame that th- this injury seems to have just completely thrown this match out of out of whack. But I would I would probably agree that it was a by the end when you look at it overall, it is two out of five, maybe a high two out of five because mm. those first three matches were so, so good. <laughs>